Hey, what's up, podcast? This is Matt Shalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Shalava. And it is Saturday. It's been a uh, long week just because I've been going around a lot, um, trying to keep things in order with my business and trying to see uh, family and friends. It's just been it's been really hectic, but. It's good to finally have a little bit of sleep and uh, wake up on Saturday morning, beautiful day outside, just really easy to relax a little bit and enjoy the the little things in life. So that's really what I've been doing today. I really haven't done a whole lot of reselling work. And my girlfriend goes back to Florida at the end of the week, so I've been trying to spend as much time with her as possible. So I'll probably take this week and do a little bit less reselling and spend a little bit more time with her just while she's home. So it's really what I've been up to, but it's just amazing what a couple hours more of sleep will do for you. I I typically get about four hours of sleep a night, if that. Um, that's not something I would recommend for most people. It's not really that good for me. It's been something that it's a struggle to wake up a lot in the morning because you're, you're just going and going and going. And then you go to bed at like one in the morning, wake up at four or five, and it's just, it's such a pain. So been kind of a a difficult thing trying to get into the well I have a home gym downstairs that I had had in high school so it's been difficult trying to get up and do that and it's been difficult trying to keep everything in order when I haven't been able to get enough sleep so hopefully going to get maybe an extra hour or hour and a half of sleep at night just to kind of keep my brain focused and get a little bit more done with my day I think I'd be a lot more productive with just a slight bit more sleep and because ultimately when it hits like 11 o'clock at night I'm dead and it's just one of those things where it's hard to, without an extra cup of coffee or something, it's hard to keep the productivity up like I would like to. So, but it's just crazy. I'm, I'm super excited. I have, a, I have a great day ahead of me. I'm going to be hanging out a lot and spending some time with my girlfriend and her family and just doing some of the things that I really enjoy doing that reselling hopefully will give me the opportunity in the future to do a lot more often than I do now. But today really hasn't been a lot of releases there weren't anything there wasn't anything that was coming out that was something that i was super excited for the yeezy 700 mvn triple black came out today and they were a nice colorway they have the 700 on the side they're all black they look a lot like the Yeezy alvas but they they came out and i don't know what happened i really wasn't planning on going for them just because I was busy this morning and I didn't have a lot of time and the resale on them didn't look super high so for me I really wasn't going for them that much but when I woke up I looked at the the sale and it said it was on hold so I got my iPad and my iPhone out and I was using one of the apps I have on there that I paid for and it was trying to get me through the queue to be able to purchase a pair of Yeezys and I didn't end up getting a pair I'm not sure what the stock levels were of them but if they were super low and nobody really expected that uh, it could be it could be a sale that I missed out on so let me know if you got those shoes I'd be curious to see how many people got them just because I I didn't hear a whole ton about it I really wasn't tuned in that much to them they weren't a super hyped release like the Alvas or like the uh, the all-white colorway they did back in December, which I'm completely blanking on the name right now But they they weren't like those but they were still a nice shoe a triple black really does really well most of the time I'm not a huge fan of it But I know a lot of people are and even when you find pairs of shoes at Ross that are 
typically a desired shoe like an Air Max or something. A triple black colorway usually has really good resale value. So I just keep that in mind. That's a little tip. If you're going out and doing shoes and stuff, look out for those all black shoes, those single solid color shoes sometimes can have a lot of resale value just because it's more difficult to find shoes like that sometimes so that's something that i have been uh, that's just what happened this morning not really too much to go into with that but i was sitting there and looking at the upcoming week i'm probably not going to be doing a whole ton of reselling stuff outside of purchasing different items for me to flip so i'm going to have to work a little bit harder at trying to get a little more free time at lunch so that I can list items as they come into me from my house. So I'll list them, I'll create the drafts at lunch, and then as I get them at home, check the item, make sure it looks good, take the pictures, throw them in my draft, and list them right then and there. And that'll save me a lot of time because a lot of times I don't do that, and I find when I do that, I can get a whole lot more items done because I get in that listing mode where I'm just I'm focused on listing, I know what I need to do, I get in a rhythm, and then I get it done faster, and then Additionally to that, I also am able to list items as soon as they come in. The drafts are already ready and they get into my house and they're, they're all ready to go. So that's something that I would encourage you to do. If you know that items are going to be coming to your house, just quickly make a quick draft of what you of a, of a listing that had sold at a pretty high price. Uh, even if they've sold if they've sold multiples of the item, that's even better because that listing obviously worked not only once for a high price, but multiple times for a high price. So there's something about it, either a keyword, either their description, either something they did that about that listing or the arrangement of the keywords that more people get to see that listing, more people like the way that it's titled and they buy that one over everybody else's. So and that's what I've been doing. I have a ton of items being delivered to my house. It's going to be really interesting seeing how many different things are delivered and what I have in my garage versus how much space I have left. It's going to be very, very fun to get all that stuff listed, get it moved out, and I'm just super excited about that. But thinking about the upcoming week where I'm not going to be doing nearly as much reselling stuff as I usually do, it's something that I'm thinking about how is that going to affect my actual metrics and stuff. And for a lot of us, we don't realize how reselling, how these platforms treat us and how they expect us to perform and, and, and what, they, what they're kind of hoping from us. So I'm going to talk a little bit about consistency and how that can affect your sales in a very, very major way because consistency for me is something that I found not only helps me with my business and getting things done efficiently and quickly for myself, but it also helps with these different platforms and how they view you as a seller and how they want, how it kind of can help you out make more sales down the road. So this upcoming week, I probably won't be nearly as consistent. I'll still, I'll still end the items that I have going at the end of the day. So for those of you who don't know, eBay moved at the beginning of 2019 to good till canceled listings, meaning they used to have buy it now listings that refreshed every 30 days and you would have to manually go in and relist items or you would have to, you would have to, you could choose good till cancel, but they didn't, they didn't have it until like they didn't have it as a mandatory thing. But now all buy it now listings are good till canceled. So you don't have to go back in and refresh your listing and, and relist it and all this stuff, which is really, really nice. The problem is your listings get like quote unquote stale. So if eBay sees a listing that hasn't been getting many views and it hasn't been getting a whole lot of traction and it's been months, they're going to bump that listing down for a newer listing that has a better chance of selling. They've already done their analysis on it. They see that you 
don't really have a lot of people looking at it. And so they bump it down in the listings because they don't really think that it is something that a lot of people want to buy. So how that affects you is you get a listing that gets stale, nobody, nobody, then nobody's viewing it because nobody really gets to see it. And it's one of those things where it's, it's difficult to get that item sold. So for myself, I will take items at the end of that 30 day period when it looks like they're about to end and you can look on the eBay website. It'll tell you like on the desktop, how much time is left on an item. I'm not sure if on the app it still does or not, but I know on the desktop it does. And then you can click there's a little checkbox next to the item. You can click them and hit sell similar. So what I'll do is I'll end the listings and then I'll hit sell similar. It brings all the descriptions and pictures in to a brand new listing that is the exact same as the old ones, but eBay treats it as a new listing. So you get, you get that little bump from making a new listing that you would if you just listed an item. Plus it gets kind of refreshed. So it's not it's not stale to eBay. So they don't really recognize it as being this item that hasn't sold. It's now treated as a brand new listing. You have a new three, four, five months to sell it before they start to treat it as stale. And I do that every month just because I like the, I've, I've looked at what other people have done. I've looked at what bigger sellers talk about and, and how they feel that sell similar affects their actual sales. And I think it was somebody like Craigslist Hunter or somebody who does a very, very high volume of eBay sales. And they were saying that they noticed a sales increase of about 70% when they were doing ending items and hitting sell similar rather than just letting the item relist itself after 30 days, which 70% is is humongous. That's absolutely crazy. I mean, even if it was 20%, I would still do it. So 70%, that's over, uh, that's just, that's a giant leap from what you would be doing just doing the standard letting eBay relist your items versus actually clicking on the sell similar button, relisting the item yourself and ending the old item. So that's something I can encourage you to do. It's, it's, it's makes me, I feel it makes me a lot more money doing that and helps more people get to see my store that way than a lot of the other things that people will tell you. But that's kind of a branch off of what I'm talking about. So consistency for me i try and do that at the same time every day i'm not sure how much it matters but for me it's just easier i have a set time each day that i go through i do that it's easier to remember when i need to do that it's usually in the morning so i will get up it's part of my morning routine i end the items i relist the items and i keep it moving so that helps you because you're getting new listings up every day the more listings you get up each day the happier these platforms are with you and that's going back to the consistency thing i was talking about before they like to see consistency from you they like to see consistent sales they like to see consistent listings they like to see consistent uh, responses to the buyers when you're on poshmark or mercari and somebody messages you or sends you an offer or if you're on ebay and somebody sends you an offer counter offering them or they send you a message replying to them really quickly it, it, it all adds into the equation that they're looking at and it makes sense if you are doing all of these things you're obviously very committed to ebay and your ebay business and ebay wants sellers like that they don't want random sellers who are just out there doing whatever they want to do and not really paying attention to their store and treating customers poorly they want somebody who's attentive to their store they want somebody who knows what they're doing with their store they want somebody who is very well seasoned with selling on ebay so it is one of those things where you can help your store out by just being attentive and doing these consistent things each day. When you get a message, when you get an offer, responding and 
getting listings up each day is really huge. I don't. I used to think it was bigger than than what it actually is. I don't think it matters as much as a lot of people make it out to be, but I do think it's important to get several listings up each week if you can. And if you're a new seller, that sounds pretty daunting. That sounds like a pain because you may not be able to afford buying that much stuff or you may not be able to find that much stuff because you don't really know what you're looking for yet. And that's fine. Everybody goes through those pains and those struggles. But once you start to find what you like to sell, what you like to find, what is in your area to find, you will get a, a really good sense of of picking up these items, getting a lot of inventory, and then it's up to you to get those items listed very, very quickly and efficiently so that eBay sees that you're getting constant listings up and it kind of spikes your store as a whole, at least in my opinion. I see that my store does a lot better as I'm getting two, three, four listings up in a day. Even if I go a day or two without getting those new listings, those brand new listings of new items that came to my house in, I'm still doing the ending the item and selling similar of the old items that I have so that it's like a new item is being posted on my store each day. So eBay seems to like that. It seemed to work really well for me, but you could just see it. You could see how consistency will help your business if you put it into practice. I, I see it especially on Mercari and Poshmark. If you're going on to Poshmark and you are sharing your items with people every day, is they are going to reward you with one, the people that you share their items will also share your items. But two, Poshmark likes that. They want people that are active. They, they have almost a social media platform now with some of their bigger sellers being given the opportunity to do things like stories like you would on Instagram or Snapchat and then basically promoting your items but giving like live video streams of them or showing a, a more personal connection to the to the seller from the buyer by allowing them to do a more of a social media aspect with Poshmark. If you're doing that consistent stuff, Poshmark obviously likes that. If they're trying to make a social media type of feel, social media is built on consistency and built on doing the little things to make sure that your followers are happy and, and keeping up with all the different little things that they want you to do, Poshmark is going to be the same way. If you're keeping up with your store, you're listing consistently, you're sharing daily, you're sharing multiple times a day, you're sharing other people's closets, they're going to reward you for that and bump your items up higher. They'll promote your items a little bit more for people that like to buy items like yours. It just works out better for you. The other thing is that Mercari is another one where you can really see the power of consistency. I'm for for different platforms like StockX, Goat, Amazon, they really they're not listing based. There is one listing, it is considered the it, the each shoe is considered the same. So when you're going on Goat, when you're going on StockX, when you're going on Amazon, they're all pretty much the same. You get one listing, everybody lists their item there. It's basically based on price. But these platforms like Mercari and Poshmark, they're different. So like Mercari, you get to promote items each day, which is taking, I think, 5% off of the item's price, and they jump your item to the top of the search results when somebody looks for your item. So it's really key to do that because if you do, I think you get 10 that you can do that a day, that you can basically trade 5% of the selling price into Mercari for the top of the search results page. So. For me, that's super worth it, depending on what the item is. Now, if you start getting into super expensive items like shoes and stuff, the fees can really get up there. So sometimes I don't even bother listing those on Mercari. I just go to eBay for those. But with things that I've been selling recently, putting them on Mercari and just promoting them daily and just getting, you know, jumping the price up higher than you would ever expect it to sell so that you can promote it 
and bump it down to the price you actually want it to sell at. But the fact that when you're promoting it, it's at the top of the listing, so people see your item at the top before everybody else's, it's it really, really jumps the sales in my store. If I'm consistently listing on Mercari, if I'm consistently promoting items on Mercari, I'm getting one, two, three sales, four sales a week, which doesn't seem like a lot, but for very, very little work, it's not really that bad. But when I'm doing nothing, which I have been in the past couple weeks where I really haven't touched Mercari at all, and I go through spurts where I'm super active on Mercari and then I just get sick of it and I, I end up doing something else or I forget about it and I don't do it. But if I'm consistent on there, I'm getting three, four sales a week. If I'm not, I may get a sale a week. I may get a sale every two weeks. It, you can really see the amount of activity in your store decrease when you're not doing these consistent listing and, and promoting of items and just the things that they ask you to do it, when you're more consistent with them, the more they're going to reward you and, and be uh, more gracious to you with their platform, if you will. So that's really something that I think can transform a business into a from a small kind of hobby into a, a more productive business that can make you a lot more money, especially with just consistency in your daily life. That's that's super huge. Being consistent. If you say you're going to do something, doing it each day, that's something that would really transform your business as well. But at least with these platforms, being consistent with your listing, consistent with your sharing or promoting or whatever they ask you to do, these things will help you get more people to view your actual shop or store that you're selling on, and ultimately spike your sales and make you more money. So that's really what I can bring to you today. I don't. I don't think that it's something that should be taken lightly with being consistent on there. But like I said, if you're just starting out, it's one of those things where you don't really have the opportunity to do that. You don't have a lot of inventory. You don't have a lot of things sitting around that you haven't listed. You're probably getting two coffee mugs, listing them as soon as you get home, and now you're waiting for them to sell. But if you're one of those people that has a lot more inventory coming in, you have a lot of items coming in, getting things listed consistency consistently will really make you really level up your reselling game, at least in my opinion. So hopefully that helps you out. Hopefully you can take that and utilize it and make some more money. There's some garage sale signs on my trip and I'm running super late or I would for sure pull off the road and go. I'm excited. Garage sales are coming around and it's going to be awesome. There's going to be so many people that are that are going to be reselling or going to be selling their stuff off because they just don't know what to do with it or they want the money or they need the money. If you if you see garage sale signs, I and you're not uh, either at risk in the at risk category, or you just feel comfortable going, go to those right now because you're going to make a ton of money this summer. I I know that I know that for a fact. I know last summer nobody needed any money. It was super easy to make money during the time that we were in last summer. You know what I mean? Like people, the the economy was great. People were in a good state usually with the way that they're their jobs where nobody was worrying about not having a job or anything. Now people are a little bit concerned and they're going to be selling a lot of stuff. So this is just get out there if you can do a garage sale. If you see a garage sale, please, please go. It it, it would be well worth your time. I think that this year especially will be one of the biggest years that we have seen in a while for people doing garage sales, cleaning out their houses and ultimately making us a lot more money. So. That's something that else that I'm super pumped about. Hopefully we can make a lot of money this summer and I'm excited to see what I find. So that being said, I will let you guys go. I will let you get back to your weekend. It is Saturday. It's Saturday in PA in the end of May. So that means it's either snowing or it's sunny and 75 and it is sunny and 75 today. So 
we're doing pretty well. So I'm excited. Go enjoy your day. Have some fun. Spend time with family. Work on your business. Whatever you want to do, go make the most of it and have a good weekend. I will get with you tomorrow with another episode. Peace.